This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about the Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am your Count Nathan Hartman, and with me today, I said I'm not doing a very good um, Dracula I voice. I was yet. not expecting that. I'm not sure it was a very it, good Dracula voice. It sounded I wasn't more mad like, at it. It was good. Down here, uh, I got to. Uh, you just, I sort of turned into Rocky, and I don't mean to. But <laughs> yo, Adrian, give me your block. All right, uh, let's see. I am, as I said, Count Nathan Hartman, and with me today on the spooky Halloween special are Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Why do you sound like the guy from Hotel Transylvania? That's oh a that, that's <laughs> a dra- that that's a Dracula. That's a so yeah, good. that's allowed. No, I that's mean the act. No, the voice Adam actor, Sandler. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I sound like Adam Sandler, but not as Dracula. I sound no, like I saying, a, it's a compliment. It was a compliment. I we, oh, it was, it was a compliment. <laughs> a weird compliment, but I'll take it. Sorry, <laughs> you sound like Adam Sandler, um, but not in. Hotel transfer. You sound like him in Billy Madison. Hey, um, Capote. <laughs> and the next person up here. A, oh, oh my God, that's good. A, oh, Sarah. Oh, the head, the head, the Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> this is this is very. Uh, I want to use the word disturbing. <laughs> that, that it's so good. That's my Adam Chandler. But Adam Sandler goes from this, and he goes a little bit like this sometimes. Janine is here too. God help Janine. us all. <laughs> so Janine's here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> um, and Dave, he's dead. No, Dave is not dead. He is. Uh, he is spooking around and doing a creepy things elsewhere tonight. Uh, he could not make it. Scary. Um, instead, we have the great. Special guest, Tremaine, talk of TikTok herself. It's Jessica Tremel. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me. If if I was going to replace anybody temporarily for one episode, it mm-hmm. would be Dave. Well, you're from, as we've said on this podcast before, you're from the same area. Yeah, which is, I am not a replacement, but I will do my best to be the Dave of this, uh, of this group. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, some we'll count shoes. It. I'll do my best Dave impression. Okay. No, I don't even know. What apparently, impressions night. So yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we're doing voices. I wish you would have told me. I would have warmed up, done something. I don't. I didn't even know I could do a good Adam Sandler until I just did it. It's been years, folks. Um, I didn't pull out like you know, uh, like a like a new Sandler. I didn't. I, that's old school. Um, that's Cajun boy. Okay. Um, today is, of course, the spooky <laughs> Halloween episode that you were not expecting in your feed, but it's here to spook you. Uh, and we are going to uh, start tonight with some spooky stories. Gather around the campfire because we have some spooky theme park stories that are real, real. We didn't make these up. These are real stories. 
that have gone all around and have I don't know why and now I'm just doing a French accent and this is a French... We gotta let the impressions go. Hello. <laughs> this, is a, this is a spooky French podcast for spooky fire stories. Oh, Okay, so we're going to tell some spooky stories and uh, I guess I'll be the first to tell my spooky story. Um, and this is, as we said, these are all true spooky stories. Um, I will begin mine. This is at Disneyland. It's very hard to drop the the vampire voice when you start doing it. It's very fun. Um, <laughs> so this I was ready for it. You, uh, I know, right? Yeah, it was pretty. You good. take that back right now. I'm going <laughs> to take you. I'm going to take you back to the scary time, one of the scariest times of all the ages, the dark ages, 1984. Thunder crash. Yeah, I'm not the dark ages. Yeah. I wasn't even alive yet. So, uh, were any of us? I don't think any of us were. Anybody alive in 84? Mm-hmm. No? If only no. Dave were here. A time before existence. <laughs> Where I can't fill his shoes. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, so anyway, we're in 1984. We are at Disneyland. We are at the Matterhorn. And a California woman named Regina, known as Dolly Young, was killed on the Matterhorn after falling from her bobsled car. She was riding and she fell off her bobsled car after a uh, kind of a dip and she landed on the track and then she was struck by an oncoming sled and died. Um, The tragic accident, uh, of course, uh, was uh, happened, Dolly's family believed, because the woman's seatbelt had not been properly fastened. Um, and they uh, did the spooky thing of settling with the park. Um, and so they got money for that. Um, but here's the thing. Since Dolly's death, the style of seatbelts on the Matterhorn has been changed. So don't worry. You're going to be okay. But uh, there is still um, workers at the Matterhorn over the years that believe that they have uh, heard uh, Dolly or felt Dolly or seen Dolly uh, at her spot where she fell off, which is now known as Dolly's Dip. So Dolly's Dip on the Matterhorn. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, there's a there's a quote. Um, and it says, "Some people say they have seen Dolly." Uh, this is from a cast member. I worked on that ride for several years, and I never saw her, but I sure did feel her. After the ride closes for the day, two people have to walk the track one on each side of the mountain. You have to walk the ride, starting from the bottom and working your way all the way to the top, and it is done to look for lost and found items. But every time I was, uh, you know, unlucky enough to get a track walking shift and I had to go past Dolly's Dip, uh, I always had this uneasy feeling. Uh, I was always convinced that Dolly uh, was there and would. Uh, I would often say hi to her uh, at her dip. Uh, the feeling was always the worst uh, in the big cavern in the middle of the ride and of course at Dolly's Dip and in fact the work lights in the tunnel near Dolly's Dip always seem to be burnt out so in six years I don't think I ever saw those lights working he says I hated running the track at the end of my shift and I usually try to get someone else to do it so now you know the tale of Dolly's Dip well damn Shout out to Dolly for changing Did those seatbelts. Did not know that. Wow. Yeah. So there you Disney go. Disney maintains that it's completely unrelated. 
Mm-hmm. Just legally speaking. Because yeah. <laughs> I just went on the Matterhorn and it's bumpy. Like I could t- definitely see how someone could like fly off of that. Yes. Like, she yeah. is not the only person to have been killed by the Matterhorn, no. by the way. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That what? mountain uh, has taken people. Someone died, I think, in like when it first opened as well, like a teenager. But I think it's because he stood up on it. Oh, I heard yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Which so, no, he had well, it coming. A- apparently, so. he had it coming. She says <laughs> he only had himself. Well, it's just not as tragic as like the woman who's there with her family, and she right. just you know gets yeah. decapitated by right. the bobsled versus guy who's a punk and stands up, and it's like okay. Yeah. What all punks going to happen. All punks should you die. Even stand up on that ride. It's so rough. Right. I don't know. You're surfing it. Surfing the Matterhorn. As it were. I mean, Don't I wouldn't that. be swag surfing the Matterhorn of all the rides. No, no. I save that for Space Mountain. Um, <laughs> so everyone can see me, I guess. Um, anyway, we're moving on from my spooky story. And I'm going to pass the spooky story stick here at the campfire over to Victoria. Tell us about your spooky Halloween theme park story, Victoria. I'm going to be talking about the Lake Shawnee Amusement Park, and it is a ride, so get ready. (laughs) So it is located in Princeton, West Virginia, and it's been on a lot of TV shows, um, the most recent being the one I just watched, um, Jack Osborne's Portals to Hell, and it's been on Travel Channel's Most Terrifying Places on Earth. So let us travel to 19... Why did I not space my notes? My bad. (laughs) (laughs) I did not space these. My bad. Okay, so we're off to a great start. So the land that this amusement park used to be on uh, was purchased by someone named C.T. Snitto. Um, and he bought it with the sole purpose of making a leisure park for the people of the county in the residing area because most of the area is like coal miner families from that time. Um, so it featured a Ferris wheel, a swimming pool, a dance hall, a racetrack, like anything you can think of pretty much. And it even had cabins for overnight stays. Now it opened. Did I not write down when it opened? 1926. 1926, thank you. I must not have wrote it. But it opened in 1926, but unfortunately, there were six deaths between the time that it opened and the time that it closed. And it's opened about three times. So what happened was there was a little girl on one of the swing rides. And unfortunately, she um, got hit by a car somehow. Wait, what? Wait. Yes. Wait, what? She's on a swing ride, but got hit by a car? So according to what I read, she was on the swing ride. The swing ride hadn't started yet. And I guess something backed up the car or the truck or something backed up and hit her. I don't know why there was a car there. I don't know why it was there, but hit her and she unfortunately passed. Okay. Um, So hers, the swing that she was on is memorialized with a red ribbon. And it said, and on the show that I watched, it did show it that um, sometimes it swings on its own. Oh, Sketch. It swings on its own. <laughs> oh, and, there, and there's swings no that swing in the wind. <laughs> well, I didn't get to the good part. I'm yet. waiting. It's getting there. It's getting there. So, it closed in 1967 because of a failed health inspection. Never opened back up until 1985, when a former employee purchased the land and opened it again in 1987. 
when it got closed again. Does anyone want to guess why it got closed again? Was it another health inspection? Nope. A child it... died. Again. Ooh, an adult died. An adult. <laughs> no, Janine's the closest. A baby? It... So, children? <laughs> A baby? So what happened was... Um, they were digging to add a new ride. Oh no! And they hit something, so they found Native American artifacts. Oh! And thirteen skeletons, mostly young children, that predated the arrival of the Anglo-European settlers. Oh wow! Oh. And before this, there was a massacre here, where oh, more God. children died. Boy. You know, as so, a progressive yeah. podcast, I have to note that I'm actually pro-ghost in this story, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> If there were ever a time to root for the ghosts, yeah. right? It, it would be now. So um, I'm not going to get into mean. the massacre because it, it, it's rough. We so would I'm hate to have it. a bummer at Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you just say that's when you just say burn it down just start yeah. over. literally just, just walk away burn we did a big whoopsie down. yeah so it hasn't been open since but it is very haunted with um, unfortunately the ghosts of small children including a boy who drowned in the pool that is at that was at the amusement park so uh, it's just it's this park is crazy so the little boy is said to wander around the front of the park even though the pool was in the back of the park and most of the spirits here are friendly. Hmm. They mainly just want to interact and play with you, which is why usually they bring toys and such. But otherwise, yeah, there's been some very interesting encounters by ghost hunters there. Some things move on their own, even there there's no wind. Some people have been touched. Some people have seen the little girl and the little boy, um, little boy in the front near a pinwheel. And if you ask him to move the pinwheel, it'll spin on its own very quickly. So, yeah. And they do do tours. So. <laughs> I'm assuming they don't do tours. I'm assuming somebody else. do not do tours. They okay. help. They should be compensated. But I don't even know if the amusement park does the tours. How do you compensate a ghost? Um, hmm, that's don't. a great question. Do you, like, talk to them? And you just, like, bargain? You like, is there any music you want to... <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes I they interact with music. I've only done a ghost tour once. You put so. on a movie for them. They can't... I just can't find it very sketch that they all of a sudden happen to come across these artifacts. Like, why were they not found the first time when they were excavating for the park? Well, it wasn't it wasn't excavated because and I forgot I should have did I didn't do it in order. So the first thing that happened there, well, now I'm gonna have to talk about is the massacre. And the yeah. massacre happened was there was settlers there, a family of settlers, yeah. not like not like the whole thing. And Native Americans came because that was their land mm-hmm. and shit Spot. went down. Yeah. Did a did a kill. Yeah. Did a murder. <laughs> so it it was a lot. <laughs> There's a little murder on the prairie, as it were. So that (laughs) murder on the prairie, please. But yeah, that was technically their land. So I believe that's why the artifacts were there. And they are currently in um, a museum, I believe I read. But of course, they shouldn't be there. But, you know, here we are. True. So the park is like closed forever? It was closed, closed. But um, the county goes tours. Yeah, I think the county does the ghost tours. Oh my god! Okay. Like, I when I looked it up, there 
they had it advertised on their county website and i was like okay now here's the thing victoria this is a spooky story you're telling and lightning is going to go off after you finish your story so i'm gonna need you I'm done. to make the spooky story end by saying the county <laughs> does the tours <laughs> but do it like you're ending a spooky story okay <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. No, you just go ahead. I'm leaving all this in. Oh, and the the spookiest part of all of this is that Mercer County, West Virginia, does in fact do ghost tours. So if you want to visit these ghosts, you are more than welcome to for a fee. And we know there's nothing much to do in West Virginia. Oh, no, not West Virginia. (laughs) Not West Virginia. There won't be any West Virginia slander here. All five of them will come after you, Sarah. I know. Well, good thing I'm never going to be in West Virginia. No, thank you. No, Mountain Mama, take me home, country roads. Okay. My brother so. is going to college there, so he can listen to this and be offended. Sure. I'm so sorry. Please, I'm so please sorry, be offended. Sorry. Me too. So <laughs> next up on Are You Afraid of the Park? Hey, um, oh. That was is, good. Uh, <laughs> our good guest, our ghostly guest, our our. Uh, ghastly guest. Ghastly guest. Ooh, um, not ghastly. <laughs> I'm into it. Ghoulie? Is that a term? Ghoulie? Ghoulie? I yeah. think ghoulie is a term. Ghoulie yeah, guest. Say so, yeah. yeah. I will take um, all of the above titles. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jessica, tell us about your spooky story. So this is one, I picked this one in particular because I've actually had an interaction with this spirit. <laughs> Wait, this is a personal spooky story. Well, it's, I'm going to tell the basis of the story. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you the interaction that I had around it. Okay. So this is a very well-known uh, story among cast members. Now, the origin of this story is a little bit muddy. Some people say that George of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is a, was a construction worker who worked on the original ride. Some people say that it is a guest. Some people say it's a former cast member. Some people say it's just a spirit. It really depends on who you ask. But at the end of the day, his name is George, and that stays consistent among everybody, no matter who you ask. And he is a very um, mischievous spirit that haunts the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Walt Disney World specifically. Um, he is said to mess with the ride and ride operations if certain things aren't met or if he is displeased. The first is that cast members are to greet him and say goodnight in the morning and evening as they open and close the ride. Um, I do know cast members who have done this. It is not a rule that they are taught in training necessarily, but it is a custom for cast members to do this. To say good morning, George, and good evening, George, or farewell, or what have you. Um, If they don't do this, it is known um, that the ride, if they don't say good morning, it is known that the ride has been known to break down throughout the entire day um, or have trouble running. Animatronics will stop. There will be problems pretty much all day. So cast members obliged and say good morning to George. Um, As far as... um, George is concerned uh, there have been um, backstage doors that have been opened that don't really have a good access point for anybody to open them. Namely, the door in particular, if you 
think about uh, that first village scene on Pirates of the Caribbean after the, the ship. Um, the woman opens the uh, window doors uh, as the, the man is being drowned in the well. And don't be um, cheeky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I was going to let you say it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a door catty corner behind her, um, and it is supposed to remain closed at all times for safety reasons. There is no reason for that door to be open. There have been multiple situations where that door has been inexplicably open, and they had no, they never found out who uh, that anybody opened it. It's been seen by guests that it's been opened because you can see that door directly behind her. Um, it is painted to blend in with the wall, so you notice it. It's straight black behind it if it's open. So. Um, that is a very known area for uh, George to mess around with. He has been known to mess particularly with female guests sometimes. A pervert. Uh, it's- George <laughs> sounds like a bitch. Like, he sounds like a jerk. George, George is a diva. Um, he's something. Um, but essentially, um, it has uh, also come to the pass that he will switch off lights uh, in the ride while people are riding it, uh, which is fun for them. Um, oh, okay. You know, but there have been two run-ins that I've had with George in Pirates of the Caribbean, and this has to do with how guests treat George. If you go in knowing about George and you disrespect him, he is known to cause problems. The first happened, I was in my Disney College program, and there was um, a girl that was on my program with me, also in entertainment, and we were going on the ride and we're coming through that very scene with uh, the woman with the window and um, she shouts at the top of her lungs, I don't believe in George on purpose and literally less than 10 seconds later the entire thing comes to a screeching halt and we are stuck there for a good 10 to 15 minutes while <laughs> they essentially restart the ride it's like almost like an e-stop situation they did not evac the ride but uh they did do a hard stop then there's another situation very similar not so much that they said they didn't believe in george i was riding the ride with my now ex-husband and i was telling him that story and he's like that doesn't make any sense i don't think that's real like kind of just being very skeptical about it We get on the ride and we get past that scene a little further in. um, And I want to say it was uh, during the bride auction when it was still still there. And um, immediately the ride stopped. But this time the boat in front of us had come off the tracks and was tilted. Yes, was tilted. So the cast members had to come in in waiters and put it back on the track. (laughs) so that we could uh, continue through with the ride. So that is the story of George uh, of Pirates of the Caribbean and my two interactions with George. George just said, if you don't believe me, I'm going to show you. But he has that I'll show you every George time. George is the epitome of fuck around and find out. Literally. <laughs> is, yeah. He, if you don't believe in him and you vocalize that fact, he will come after you. He will come after you and show you that he is real. He sounds like a jerk. Like, he's like, I'm going to make you have a bad Sarah, day. I know you're in the other coast, but if you ever come down here, <laughs> I'm probably going to end up riding it with me. you, and you're going to get me killed. <laughs> I mean, 
I can't go to West George Virginia. Does George listen to the podcast? You think? I, I feel like you know George what? is everywhere. He might. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, Nathan, have you ever heard of George? I had heard of George because I am a uh, avid nerd, um, but I have never, <laughs> I've never spoken his name in the ride. Um, because I honestly don't believe in any spiritual stuff really, uh, in that sense. Um, but I do there. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. I think it's because I don't want to sink. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't need to like, I don't need the afterlife to come after me as well. Like t- life's tough. I got loans and stuff. I don't really need the afterlife. For those of you listening, Nathan was was nodding his head yes when I talked about the boat coming off the track. <laughs> yeah, that absolutely happened. We were very confused. The boat did not take on water, I will say that. It was not tilted enough to do that, but it was Just, fun to watch cast members get in the water with waders on yeah. to fix it. <laughs> like, I know it's not like this, but you just think about, like, you just assume if you put your hand in the water or your legs in the water, immediately gears will rip your your flesh from your bones. <laughs> That's like, fair. It's I not mean, the case on that ride, yeah. really. Like, it's not. It's really not. But but there's just something about machines and water where you're like, I no. How I'm deep thinking. is that water? Because if a cast member can like come and stand on it, it's not that deep. It's right? like like what three feet? I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It, I wouldn't even say it's that deep. I would say knee deep on your average person, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't want to ride. touch the water. The way yeah. that that water smells. Oh I well, know. I wouldn't touch the water. But also, the danger with putting limbs in the water, aside from the machinery, is it comes very close to the sides. Yeah, that is really yep. the the biggest danger. Is like your hand getting caught mm-hmm. in between the boat and like the yep. attraction. It's like a weirdly common theme park injury. Yeah, yeah. And if you lose it your really hand, is. it's the parks, and they'll put it in the Pirates of the Caribbean. So. Be careful. And then you'll just be the next George. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and George will. I just want to like know how George ended up there. Like the if he was a, a lot of people say worker. he is a construction worker who died during um, the building of the ride, but there's really mm-hmm. no concrete evidence to say that that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no record of anybody dying, but then again, it was you know the '60s or whenever the '70s, whenever they were mm-hmm. building the attraction. Yeah. And um, and so I don't know if they would have all of that available yeah. now. Because if he was a guest, yeah. my like guess would be that someone came and like sprinkled his ashes. Because you know how people do that. Oh yeah, like, yeah. For some reason, that's that's the thing to do. Yeah. Like, dang, my loved one died. Let me put them in a theme park. Yeah. <laughs> I know I at least like... one person that has done that. Mm-hmm. So. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the people get caught doing it all the time. Yeah. I know it happens in Haunted Mansion a lot, but Everybody I didn't think it would happen on the other yeah. rides. Oh, it happens on the beaches, like at the resort. It happens everywhere. Right. I mean, it's not a spooky Why story, but beach? if you if you know the if you know the uh, uh, the tale of uh, Hoot and Chief, uh, which is of course oh, urban exploring yeah. uh, horizons, um, Chief passed away a couple years ago, and Hoot filmed himself uh, dumping the ashes at, at the Magic Kingdom. So, uh, which is exactly what an urban explorer for Disney probably would want. So it's actually kind of a heartwarming story. Um, well, if there was, I have a question for you guys. Sure. If there was a ride that you can get sprinkled on, Ooh, what would it be? Interesting. Spaceship Earth. Tower of Terror. Oh, that's a nice. Oh, okay. Tower of Terror is nice. Uh, like as people go, I just feel like Janine people. would be in the bag 
And then, like, the person carrying her, she'd, like, wing, she'd just, like, fly over the entire cabin. So, <laughs> like, that's how it would go. So, Jessica, you're all the dust that's on the, t- the, the town of tomorrow or the city of progress or whatever it's called? I will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, will I won't be. notice the difference. Cause, <laughs> no, you won't. I know, uh, but seriously, like, I have an unhealthy love for that ride. Mm-hmm. It's a good ride. It's a good ride. I used to take naps there on my lunch breaks. If I wasn't doing anything that would wear makeup, I'd go and take a nap. <laughs> while, while riding it or just in that? Because I know people would go in the back of uh, uh, that city area, too, because you can get back there, um, cast member-wise. Um, where would I have my ashes dropped? I know. I'm thinking, too. Like, yeah. I don't That's know. That's tough. Why oh, I know. such an easy pick for I want my ashes. <laughs> I want my ashes in the honey pot sitting on top of the piano at Country Bear Jamboree. Oh. Mm. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. That was yeah. a good choice. Yeah. Well, moving on to our next spooky story. Janine, tell us about how uh, some people have died due to flight, sort of. Not quite, but yeah. So um, <laughs> I was uh, just doing some research and digging around the depths of the internet when we were, you know, coming up with our, our stories for this one. And, uh, you know, there's lists out there with, like, most haunted places at Disney. And, like, I knew I didn't want to do anything like that. So I turned to the only place that's reasonable to turn in a time like this, which is Reddit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deeper. And I found right. a post from someone named Honeycakes four years ago talking about the ghost of Soren at Disneyland's California Adventure. And I kind of did a little dive into it. And Honeycakes is not the only person talking about the ghost of Soren. Mm. So it is specifically in Disneyland California Adventure. Soren has two theaters, Theater A and Theater B. Theater A, we, we don't care about Theater A. Theater B, apparently. <laughs> Non-spooky, that theater. Not theater theater nope, A is you're, totally normal. Ghost-averse, ask for <laughs> no Theater A. No one even a. wants to be in Theater A. It's on the side. Yeah. So, theater B is where it's all at. <laughs> yes. So anyway, apparently Theater B is kind of prone to like issues. Um, and there have been reports... Okay, so here's the deal. During the the ride, there's one cast member who has to hang out in the theater and just make sure everything is cool, whatever. Underneath the screen is like a basement area, and there's metal stairs that go down. And multiple cast members have reported hearing what sounds like footsteps going up and down these stairs. And the thing is, is there's a door that has a dead man switch that if someone opens this door it shuts off the ride so there can't be anyone coming up and down these stairs because there's no one down there and there's a door that would kill the ride if someone were to come in and out of it so somehow through the lore of this people have deduced that it's a little girl and so people have done a little bit of a deeper dive And they found that before Disneyland California Adventure was built, it was, well, Disneyland California Adventure was built on Disneyland's parking lot. 
And uh, we were able to find a New York Times article from September of 1985 talking about a seven-year-old girl named Jennifer Reed who was walking through the Disneyland parking lot with her uncle after a long day at Disney and got hit by a charter bus and killed in the parking lot. And they, yeah. the story goes that this is the ghost of little Jennifer haunting Soren B forevermore. How nice to be a ghost and be stuck in a parking lot and then someone builds a theme park on top of it and you get to like be at a theme park. That's it's cool. fun. Yeah. yeah. For a seven. You know I didn't like the basement part. That's kind of scared me. It, the ba- <laughs> yeah. That was a hard no. Yeah. It is. It is a hard no. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? I've heard of her ghost, but I didn't even know that she was haunting um Soren, I thought that she was just haunting Pixar Pier because I used to work at Pixar Pier and we had this the the stock room in the back of um, Bing Bong's sweet the sweet store and it would always like drop in temperature randomly and like I used to always think that it was just because there was the kitchen back there and we had like all the treats back there but like somebody told me like one time it was Jennifer's ghost and it was the same story that she got hit by the bus I didn't know that she was roaming the park and I guess she's hanging out at Soren too but you can find her at Pixar Pier. I've heard so. that she's at Tower of Terror as well, but I feel like that's mm. just a, such a naturally spooky ride that maybe people are just like... Probably, yeah. But now it's Guardians, so I'm curious if she's still haunting Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least somebody likes Pixar Pier. That's nice. I know. I was about to say, yeah. I'm like, I mean, at least someone's enjoying it. It's pretty at nighttime. <laughs> I like true. Pixar Pier. I, I have like, an emotional connection to it. I right. do too. Yeah. Ooh. Spooky. That one uh, was scary. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, that kind of freaked me out. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about, uh, uh, well, I don't want to talk about, but sorry, you want to talk about uh, an interesting thing. Um, I hear, being a Disney World person, um, I hear there's something called trains. I haven't seen one in literal years anymore around here. So you tell me about train ghosts. What spooky well, stories do like you have? multiple, like, train stories, apparently. Um, so the first one that I wanted to talk about was the monorail. Um, and we all love the monorail. I love the monorail. It's very beautiful. Um, but this story goes back to 1966. So like this is one of the earlier ghost stories. Um, and this happened on grad night. Grad nights are just not great. Stuff happens. Weird stuff happens. Um, but one of the first people that died at Disneyland was 19 years old and he was attending one of the grad night events um, and essentially he scaled the fence and climbed onto the monorail track um, and obviously we can all guess what happened next um, he got hit by the monorail um, and he died now is this so, a story that that where he gets hit by the monorail and falls off or is this the one where he gets underneath or tries to get off and gets sucked up in the middle of it it's the one where he gets caught underneath and like he gets yeah sucked that's up. my favorite yeah. i think i saw that they had to like <laughs> he got favorite? like scraped across yeah. the monorail yeah he got yeah. scraped I've like never dragged. heard this before yeah and this is there's like been multiple of these i guess um <laughs> Yeah, people but don't learn, apparently. They don't. <laughs> um, so he got struck by the monorail. And um, there have been reports from, like, over the years of monorail drivers just, like, going, driving on the track. And they'll see the silhouette of the boy. But before Ooh. they hit him, um, 
he vanishes into thin air. He mater- like he just disappears. Um, so this is a continuing story. Um, and then the second one is of Walt Disney actually being seen on the Disneyland track, um, the Disneyland train track. Um, and I guess like there was the like he loved the trains. He loved being on them. And cast members continue every single day to just like there's like a light in one of the tunnels that like flickers on and off. And people are saying that it's like Morse code, like that says like it's like Walt Disney and like he's trying to speak to the train drivers. So that was another train spooky story. So the trains at Disneyland are haunted. Um, if you want to go on them, feel free. But um, the monorail I mean, one just kind of freaked me out. You don't ruin the train for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, because the train is like one of the more peaceful places. And then when I saw those stories, I was like, oh, God. Awesome. So I mean, if Walt's going to be haunting anything, I feel like it would be a train. Yeah. There was another yeah, that one. Very that was very on brand. <laughs> there was another one that I saw <laughs> about Walt haunting the backstage smoking area because apparently his oh, wife Lily, yeah, <laughs> his wife Lily didn't like him smoking in front of all the other kids and in the park. So he would go backstage and he would smoke there. And cast members till this day think that it's him smoking. Like they'll smell smoke um, mm. from cigarettes and stuff. But my theory is, is it down by Jungle Cruise? Is that the spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But my theory is that it's just a bunch of other cast members smoking because they're all smoking backstage. <laughs> so, I mean, the irony of it is that didn't he die from, like, lung cancer? Yeah. yeah. He sure did. Sure yeah. did. Sure so don't did. smoke. Don't smoke. Don't smoke, uh, kids. The, this <laughs> Halloween, don't tank fentanyl candy and don't smoke. Those are the two rules of Halloween this year. But you could do but other just... stuff if you want. But, like, don't don't smoke and take fentanyl. Yeah. If kids are still listening, there's much bigger problems going on. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty tame compared to what kids can listen to. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Fair. Very good. Well, thank you all for your spooky Are You Afraid of the Park stories. Um, let's move on and talk just a little bit about Oogie Boogie Bash versus our own Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party here at uh, Disney World. So we got East versus West. Um, classic tale. Uh, how many of you went to Oogie Boogie this year? Who went to Oogie Boogie? Anyone? We got Victoria went to Oogie Boogie. Uh, I don't live on that coast. Oh, I so I Sarah didn't. went. <laughs> no, I'm not spending the... No. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, I put the thing in the first place because I thought it was going to be both of them. Well, no, Victoria. But, but I can I can speak on Oogie Boogie. I've seen it before, so I can, what about, I can uh, sure. What about yeah. Mickey's Not So Scary? Did anyone go to Mickey's Not So Scary? No, because we're all friggin' poor. I've been um, at the park at like five o'clock on the day that <laughs> I've seen people come in. That's, that's always a treat. I I've feel seen like the that's YouTube videos. The real, yeah. the real play is so. just. Yeah. I have seen anyway. the YouTube videos. I yeah. mean, we sound like a real bunch of posers at the moment because we didn't really experience <laughs> this one. But look, I'm never, I love like, I love, as we've talked about before this podcast, I love Christmas. I'm never, ever paying Disney for the Christmas party. Never. I'll never pay for an after It's all nuts. Y'all crazy. Absolutely. You're literally just paying for early access because all they do is after the parties, they just give those out as part of the daily operations entertainment. Yeah. And Oogie Boogie might be the only one that I've ever seen where I was like, I think that's enough material that's worth going. So I thought it was worth the money, to be honest. I mean, I'm still eating the candy. Okay, let's talk about (laughs) this then. Uh, 
uh, Victoria, you have done how many have, has anyone? Not even just this year has anyone done Mickey's Not So Scary at any point? Oh, yeah, okay. So it. we have Jessica's done it. Victoria's done it. I've worked at it and been to it. Okay, so we've got two two sides of the coin. Um, I'm curious, real quick, Jessica are 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 people different at these parties than they are say normally during the day? Is this a different kind of crew? Are you getting the spooky crew, or is this still kids and parents and parents are mad? Not at a not at Disney. You're not getting the spooky crew. Um, you might get some more adults, but not really. Uh, sure. I I worked at it like well before um, the shutdown, so it does not look now anything like it looked back then. The parade is like ninety percent the same, mm-hmm. um, but like the meet and greet options are very different. Um, I going as a guest to the Halloween party, which was after I was a cast member at it. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I went without my children and I think that's how it needs to stay with them being young. If they were older, it would have been fine. Like now uh, they're seven and nine. I think it would be okay, but I wouldn't go with kids any younger than that. You wouldn't go to kids to Disney World for the the Halloween party till midnight. Absolutely yeah. not. No, that yeah, makes that sense. A hard no. And not even technically till midnight because you gotta get out of the park mm-hmm. and then you gotta get Listen. on the monitor or the ferry yeah. and you gotta get to the TTC the and worst. then you gotta get to your car. Victoria, so really- you have my children. I do not share their names or their likenesses on the internet, but you have met them. Could you imagine yeah. my daughter up at midnight eating candy at the Magic Kingdom <laughs> and how freaking crazy she would be for three your days ch- after? Your children would be a menace. What you're saying is, <laughs> what you're saying is, is you would prefer a nice Halloween brunch. Let's just yeah. have a little. It would be yeah. nice if they had uh, some level of that. Like SeaWorld does it, where they have. Halloween operations during the day. Yeah. They have spooktacular during the day. Yeah. And then they have Hollow Scream at night. Mm-hmm. So they have an adult event in the evening and they have a kids event all during the day that's included with a regular park ticket. So you get to go participate in spooktacular, spooktacular on the weekends at SeaWorld for regular, like during regular operations. You don't have to buy a separate ticket for mm. that. I think. But you have to go to SeaWorld. That's the, the, I'm just joking. Actually, excuse me. If you're gonna, if you're gonna hate on <laughs> no SeaWorld, no, no, I kind of like yet. SeaWorld quite a bit, yeah. actually. Sesame Street but, wins for me. The right. I like SeaWorld, what I'm so. saying is, is like, if you're gonna pay all that money to get yeah. candy for little kids, I mean, ones who can't stay up that late without significant problems, that is the better event because you also get a, a disgusting amount of candy, and it's mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good point. That's a great yeah, point. But, yeah. but that those are my that's my two cents. But Victoria, I want to hear about Oogie Boogie. Um, Oogie Boogie was definitely worth the money that I paid. I don't remember how much I paid, but I know it was worth the money I paid. So what was the best part uh, of it? Honestly, if you're really into characters, this is the place to fucking be. And I'm not yeah. even joking. Like literally just there was characters there I didn't even realize were there until like I was already done and then they have I mean the only and it's special thing characters was, like it's, it's not ones that you characters. see yeah like it's it's not even just not even talking about the villains like you get 
Mulan as Ping, you get Hercules, the Blue Fairy. Um, like there was just so many characters. Oh, and Remy and um, Emil were out, mm. which I didn't even know until that night. I so, didn't even know they had them as characters. That neither were able did to come I. Out. Yeah, I knew. I didn't either, but yeah, I like mean, character. I was so Nanza. excited when I saw that you took pictures with Bruno in your mm-hmm. Dolores costume. I was oh, like, so cute. Oh, I love that. I was living so much for that. Like, I saw that picture and I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> was it was so a good exciting. time. Yeah, the, like, like the interactions are just so great. Like, yeah, literally. The the event as a whole, I think, is the only event that seems kind of like worth the money because you, there's so much to do and so much to see that you can't even get done in the four or five hours that you're there. Right. Um. I, and the merch is cool. The the characters are cool. They even have special food uh, options. Like the whole park actually transforms into. Oops, sorry. The whole park actually transforms into an actual event. Um. And having worked the event, um, it's intense. Like it's crazy. Like I worked the first year. Um. I remember lines for the merch, which is wild. Um. Because people didn't even really get to enjoy the events because yeah. the merch lines were like hour to two hours long. Um. It was, it's, it's really cool. I think it's a different crowd than the regular everyday crowd. Like it's more um, hardcore fans that actually come out, come out and dress up and like, they'll come out in really, really cool costumes. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's And the vibes it. were actually really nice. Like it was yeah. very chill. It wasn't stressful at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got, I got literally everything done I wanted to do except one character. Mm-hmm. And I was perfectly fine with that. Like, if you plan it out correctly, you can get everything done. You can, yeah. I will I mean, say the only thing I just I just didn't like the parade. The parade yeah. was short. I mean, that's the difference between a local park and a international park. I feel like yeah. like there are you're going to have chiller vibes if it's the majority of people there have not flown in from all over the place and have attached this to the end of their trip or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everyone's kind of coming with the same vibes, which is helpful. I mean, isn't this another case of East Coast being, or I'm sorry, is this another case of West Coast being better than East Coast? I mean, I think we'd all agree. It seems clear to me. Yeah. In characters, I'm sorry, but we got y'all beat. Like, we, we never oh, have God, characters. Of course. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't have, get nothing. I, I take that back. We have Winnie the Pooh with the bug net mm-hmm. who hangs out outside Journey into the Imagination, and that is my favorite. Does he still wear his Bumblebee outfit in Halloween, though? Which is always I don't cute. Know. I don't know. I haven't I seen him seen that. for a while. I think all and the then... Winnie the Pooh characters still wear them, but mm. I haven't seen them in it recently. Yeah. We do get grave diggers in the parade, which is kind of cool. That is pretty but cool. Yeah. That's about it. It's just because it's like, look, performers. <laughs> look, <sparkles. laughs> On the street. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Entertaining. Um, so there you go. That's a little oogie boogie, a little uh, Mickey's not so scary. Um, uh, let us know if you've went to these and you have a preference. Let us know. We'll uh, we'll talk about it in our uh, answer bag. You can get us at bit.ly forward slash rat castle. So uh, moving on, let's go to other theme parks. Uh, actually, you know, before we go to other theme parks, I do have another Disney question uh, for you all, which is um, after watching and you guys have already talked about werewolf. Um, I want to call it werewolf by night. And I think that's correct. Um, my brain is. Uh, yeah werewolf by night my brain went completely uh frozen um i loved werewolf by night 
Uh, I thought it was amazing. It's like my favorite Marvel thing right now. Um, what say you all to officially getting some scare zones at Disney? And if you had your choice, what IPs would you use for your scare zones? Uh, mm. If you could do a couple for scare me, well, I know. doesn't Hong Kong, doesn't Hong Kong do that? Hong Kong does a, uh, a, a Halloween jungle cruise. Um, which is very cool. It's like a cursed thing and they've got like shadows in the tents of, of people being attacked. And, uh, I believe that's, I believe that Hong Kong, um, it could be Japan, but, um, um, yeah, which is pretty cool. I'm thinking Shanghai either way. So are you like advocating for like a adults theme kind of almost HHN for Disney? I'm advocating for a middle ground. Right. Okay. I'm I think a middle ground. There's, I think there's a, there's room for that. Like there is yeah. none. So like, like a Sea World, having like, like a, a day event and a night event. Well, not even mm-hmm. that. I'm just talking about do some scare areas. Do some houses. But it's houses. not gore. It's just like it's not gore. Spooky. It's a little bit darker. They stay out of your bubble, mm-hmm. right? So they they uh-huh. jump and they are in corners, or whatever. But they're not in your bubble. Um, uh, and you know. Uh, maybe maybe the mid ground is sort of Skull Island, if you guys know of Skull Island's queue and the fact okay. that they have native tribe members, or they used to. I don't even know if they're doing that anymore. Not anymore. They haven't um, done that. That's good, because I'll go on Kong, Skull Island more. Um, I'm with you there. I'm baby. <laughs> um, but also, because I, I think they did it, and they're like, this is going to be great. And then... Uh, they were like, oh, wait a minute. Is this racially insensitive? <laughs> is this okay? Is this okay? I don't think... If we got to ask, maybe it's not. Am I, I'm putting black yeah. makeup on this white actor. Is this okay? <laughs> um, like, so, yeah. But that sort of... Because they would just sort of look from holes in the wall. They wouldn't reach out really or anything. They were just kind of there. Okay. Glaring what's, at you. What's the part that has... Um, it transforms, I think, the castle... Where you can go inside and it becomes like a mad scientist. I think that's Hong Kong. I is think that's Hong what Kong? I was thinking of. Or is it Tokyo? Are you talking about I Tokyo's is... old show with the Black Cauldron? I think so. I think that would be a good middle ground. Mm. Something similar to that. I where it's like Black spooky and dark. That was Cinderella's Castle Mystery Tour. If you're yeah. curious what that was. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be very easy for them to kind of just kind of lean into some of their more like because disney has no shortage of spooky material Mm-mm. i mean mm. just liberty square itself can be pretty spooky you know yeah. if you just expand haunted mansion well jess i mean not my... even haunted mansion hall of presidents is right there yeah i mean well, that's, that's scary enough nothing scarier than a politician <laughs> yeah so. that's a For room real. full of white men it's as scary as it gets um mm-hmm. but uh my my big uh make over for the magic kingdom has always been that liberty square just needs to be uh converted into sleepy hollow just completely i, um, I would be it makes the most sense to me yeah uh because it also i don't know for me I, I think that that dissolves and transitions a little bit easier into frontier land uh than like colonial i mean it's still colonial but i think you can have more vines and do a little different stuff um right. But yeah, I think there's ways to lean into it for sure in each of the lands. Really, you have a um, you have a freaking cave in Magic Kingdom. 
<laughs> for no reason. Yeah, it's just there. It's, but like even there. Snow White's scary adventure, like that is a good example of a middle ground. Like that ride still scares the shit. Well, not anymore, but it used to scare the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be a good middle ground. But they changed having- it. <laughs> yeah but but they still got that scary scene yeah. where like yeah. she comes out at you that is, that is it's like you gotta, you gotta close legit. your head a little bit um so something like that i think i think it's possible but i don't know about like whole ass scare zones well, i think my, that's like intense my thing is is universal does it because universal is as i've said in the past is the teenager on the skateboard that's like yeah i'm bart simpson <laughs> um compared to disney <laughs> which is always been ned flanders and yeah. um the thing though is like Hollywood Studios is is not super Ned Flandersy. Like Hollywood Studios always wanted to be a little more thrilling. I mean, two of their main e-tickets are thrill rides that really aren't for kids. Um and I I think that's a great place that you can do that kind of stuff. Like I, I think you can segment out Hollywood Studios as being the place where you do a scare zone. I think California Adventure well, is the same they way. did try that one year? I don't they know did. what they've tried. But I don't think they've No, done. they did. They did. They tried it and it was a fucking chaotic mess and they never did it again. It was like a whole thing where they just had a bunch of villains and like a bunch of characters there and I forget what it was called. The Villains it, Unite? Was that it? I, know. I, I think know that's what, what it was. About. I it was just a shit show. Yeah. Well, but again, like I, I'm just saying like, you know, do a do a werewolf at, uh, at night, werewolf by night. Oh, I can't say it right. I'm just tired. Werewolf by uh, night area. You know, you, you have man thing. You have the werewolf. You have. I think if you, you do, do like a villain's grove type of uh. thing and have that be like a designated area of like a scare zone with the werewolf uh, yeah. by night kind of vibe that like if you want to go in you can go in yeah like yeah i think that could be that's a good idea what, what? yeah, yeah i mean hell idea. take it out to take it out to fort wilderness like if you really want to like make it its own thing and don't want it to be and it's its own ticketed thing and you just do a thing out there like do that like it you can um Actually, but, that Villains Grove idea for the East Coast would have worked perfectly if we mm-hmm. still had Streets of America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If yeah. only. If, if only. only. If only. Um, so anyway, uh, anybody else, anyone else have any properties they'd like to see as scare, scare zones? Hmm. think you could do a uh You could do like Strange. the zombie Mar- Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that a great costume. The Marvel yeah, stuff is yeah. where I always think of first, and that's all yeah. California Adventure. I never get to see any of it. <laughs> um, but hmm. yeah, just bring back Alien Encounter for like one night a week. Oh God, no! <laughs> Honestly, that would actually really do. Well. Desmond really yeah. wants to do yeah. that because yeah. I told him it traumatized me for life, and he and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, traumatized yes, me. Trauma. My turn, please." Yeah. Like, kids trauma. are kids are different these days. No, he's not. No, he's not. He can't hang. But <laughs> <laughs> he could not hang. He but he's cooler he than me. Think you can do these matters, things, Nemo, but you can. He can ride Velocicoaster. At least he's confident. Sweating. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's built different. Yeah, yeah. he's built different. <laughs> the internet age has savaged children. All right. Yeah. So moving on, um, let's talk about actual scare zones, actual scare places, and this is going to be uh, Jessica and Victoria's. Uh, 
whole shebang because I didn't go to Hollywood Horror Nights because I don't like getting scared. Sarah the rest of us are babies. Didn't yeah. go because she yeah. is both scared and poor. Uh, I'm poor too. Uh, and Victoria, I have a ticket. I just not going. So if oh, you have a ticket? ticket? You're still not yeah, going? Yeah, because I have the with the pass. You get a free ticket. Oh, I'm so still not going. Ba- so you're just a baby. You're just. I'm baby. just a baby. I'm just a baby. That makes sense. <laughs> um, poor too, but a baby. Okay. <laughs> and Janine, uh, you didn't go, correct? Yes, yeah, scared and poor. Yeah, scared and poor. <laughs> scared uh, and poor. <laughs> it's the, I yeah. love that for us. Um, uh, you're in. You're you're dealing with German class, which is the scariest thing in the world. Yes. Um, you don't Very need to go scary. to scare zone. Um, so Jessica, Victoria, tell us about Halloween Horror Nights this year and your thoughts. Uh, and the three of us will now lean back. All right, Victoria, you go first. This is you're a regular. Which one? Both. Oh, oh yeah, well. she went to both, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> she both went to both. <laughs> so, um, well, Orlando's as always was the shit. I really enjoy the creativity and the storytelling that the um, Universal Creative Team always put into their houses. Um, I was only able to do uh, four of the houses this year. Uh, it was uh, Dead Man's Pier, uh, Chupacabra. Jessica, I did another one with you, didn't I? Um, with me, I don't know. I know you did Spirits of the Coven. Yes, it was Spirits of the Coven and Chupacabra with you. And yes, uh, you, did you um, do the off, weekend house? I couldn't do the weekend because there was strobe lights in there, mm. and I'm I'm kind of I've grown sensitive in my old age I can't really do flashing lights like that mm-hmm. so I heard it was great though like that I can that's talk about that in a minute yeah but um overall I really enjoyed the scare zones I really really enjoyed sweet revenge I know that's corny because everyone's like oh sweet revenge isn't really scary but like the interaction with the scare actors in there were so funny and just watching people just get scared was hilarious um I'm gonna quote you and the one point you did get scared, quote, bitch, why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm walking with Victoria through Sweet Revenge, and there is a character who is in just like a normal dress, but with a pumpkin head on. And she had a can, like an aluminum can with beans in it. And she walks up, and we see her coming, and she, she literally shakes the jar in Victoria's face. And her response is, bitch why (laughs) and i laughed so hard and keep repeating that (laughs) well you will be happy to know that the phrase continued at hhn hollywood (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but it was in the um well i guess i can segue into that so um hollywood's they are fucking lawless out there like that's why i don't go they're like there are no boundaries so like in the orlando hhn you're safe on the sidewalk like as long as you stay on the sidewalk they ain't gonna bother you hollywood said fuck all that we will follow you into the store entrance and we'll wait for you fuck a sidewalk and then it's very crowded because they'll wait for you even outside of the bathrooms i I saw someone i saw someone like get stalked into the bathroom and they waited and I was like, oh, what in the world is this? Like, this is wild. And they had like, the, like uh, the houses, I feel like left a little bit to be desired. Um, 
the both coasts had some same houses, but like different uh, scenes and um, sets that they had done. But otherwise, I really enjoyed Terra Tram. Uh, Terra Tram has the uh, Jupiter's claim from Nope, and unlike the you know normal operating hours, you can actually walk through it. That's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and it was really cool because they have a mashup of Nope and the Tethered from Us. So you see scare actors like interacting with the set and all that stuff. And it was really cool. And they have their own icon similar to, um, to uh, what is his name? Jack or whatever. Um, his is a little bit more scarier though. But it was overall, I enjoyed it. The food could have been better. Mm. It's like That's yeah, always I, my issue with Universal. It, it, the food could have been a lot. Well, they only had like three booths. And it's not like crazy food. Like it's it's just like typical theme park. Yeah. Yeah, it was like barbecue. And I'm like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying I'm not tasting theme park barbecue, respectfully. Oh, and Jabberwockies. They have the Jabberwockies, the end. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yes, but do they have uh 3 a.m. Cinemax the musical like we have? Which Mm. is nightmare musical. I don't know. Nightmare Fuel makes me happy that I'm bisexual. But... Same. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the women discovered that they were bisexual while watching Nightmare Fuel. Um, <laughs> just putting that out there. Um, if you're curious, go watch Nightmare Fuel. I'm you'll not, know. Yeah, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know uh, by the end of it. You absolutely will. Oh, you'll know. All but, right. um, I have so many thoughts about Halloween Horror Nights but Victoria I want to know what is your favorite house from like from both Um, my favorite house from Hollywood I would definitely say oh lord it was that um I don't know how to pronounce it correctly so forgive me it's La um, La Llorona La La Llorona yes that was scary as fuck she's Mm. terrifying yeah literally i did that and i was like yeah it's time for me to go back to my hotel (laughs) that was it tapping out and um orlando i'll probably say um legends i'll probably say legends collide i wanted to do bug house but i I could i just that's the one that makes me want to go so i want to do it is it buggy are there actual bugs in it or not like actual live bugs but Janine, it is, okay, so my favorite house is Dead Man's Pier, which I can get to in a second, but Bugs House is my easy number two. There are life-size bugs in it, like a life-size cockroach, a life-size fly that comes out of, like, a kitchen scene. There's a life-size grub worm. They are- By life-size, do you mean, like, actual, like, actual size or, okay, so not- so people-sized bugs. Correct. I Do they that. look realistic? Like very realistic? I, okay. So it's it's dark, but yes. So the costumes are really phenomenal. The only one that doesn't is the fly because he's like a weird mutated human fly hybrid. Um, very Kafka. Huh? Very Kafka. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> absolutely say that. But then there's also <laughs> a lot of performers that are humans where you can see that bugs have laid eggs in their face 
Oh, I'm sure people um, love that. See, it and is, that's why I couldn't do it. I couldn't um, do it. Right. No. If you if you have the tiny holes thing, don't go. Yeah, I had the tiny one. holes thing. Um, there is a tunnel in it that is pitch black, and they have fishing line hanging from the ceiling, so it feels like spider webs are hitting Ew. your face. Oh man! And I absolutely loved it beginning middle and end but it starts out that one in particular like a 1960s commercial for a window air conditioning unit that sprays pesticides to bugs out of your house that's the storyline of it that's how it starts and so essentially it um this pesticide is supposed to age bugs and larvae to uh to the point where they just die they never uh, hit breeding age. They just, they just go right to old and dead. And, um, but instead it mutates them and grows them to human size. Um, that is the story of, of the house. So, uh, easily my favorite story of a house. I love that. Yes. It is phenomenal. I like how Um, me and Nathan are just like cringing. And I'm are just so like sorry. burst out. And no, I'm like, I, I, I like this like, house. Whoa. I'm like legitimately like I really like this house because I, really like I want to go to that one. Like fifties, like fifties. This kind of stuff is fun. I still don't want to go to the house, but like it's very enjoyable. It's a cool story. Yeah. Like it's a cool concept. I, I love when they do it was massively stories. underrated. Massively hmm. underrated, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I probably do like Dead Man's Pier better. It was, it was just such a beautifully done set. That's what I hear is like Dead Man's Pier's got great vibes. phenomenal. Yeah. Like, oh, gorgeous. Like, like that house is gorgeous. getting house of the year. End of discussion. Like, uh, I will entertain no other options. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Now, the weekend was a great house. It was not a scary house. I, it is visually a lot. So, right. This is why uh, Victoria decided not to go in it. And I have to say, I completely understand. It is visually like all strobes and flashing lights pretty much the entire time. And it is, it, like I said, not scary. There are parts of that are very gory, but it is not. Um, there's always a house that's more of a like artistic choice of a house versus a scary house and i think that was was that one um but i think truly the what i said that makes sense yeah Yeah, they always have something like that but i think it's visually amazing but not scary that makes sense i heard that that house had like timing issues would you agree i would say that my biggest problem with that house is that there's a lot of open space So you know Mm. how normally you go through a house and it's tight. So you know exactly where you're going and you know exactly where you, where they want your eye to go. There were several big open rooms and you weren't quite sure which direction to go in. So for like you were following the line, but like there's performers up on a stage or there's performers just standing to the side. They weren't in boo holes. So Mm. You could see them far before you ever walked up on them, with few exceptions. Is that a true term? Boo holes? Mm-hmm. I don't know about boo the term holes boo are, holes. Are, that is a technical term that Universal uses. Um, <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> boo holes. 
It is literally what it sounds like. It is a hole that you are in and you push the button and you go boo and then you go back in your hole. And you push the button because it lights it up, right? Is that how it Well, works? it hits an effect. So it doesn't okay. always hit like a light. It will sometimes hit a sound. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you're supposed to lip sync to uh, an audio or a scream or something like that, you hit sure. this button, there's your cue, come back in. Um, so, but there's, there's very few boo holes in the weekend, which is, I think, why it's not good. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it just, I just it's just funny to say the term, there's very few boo holes only... in the weekend. <laughs> I would hope there's only, one like, is the know, normal so many, amount know? of There's just one boo hole in the weekend. <laughs> there's a lot. Normally it's all boo holes. Cause if you think about it, how, I mean, have you guys historically ever been to something like that? Been to Halloween Horror Nights? Yeah, I've been. Okay, so if you've ever been at all and you've been through one house, I mean, a boo hole is literally almost every scare. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so it, I would say, easily ten to fifteen per house, depending on how many performers in the house. Right. Now you won't hit every one. Like I often, I walk slow in houses because I like to like look and appreciate. And almost always the group in front of me is the one that gets the scare because mm-hmm. I, I'm not rushing through. I'm not trying to run through. Um, so I often will see the scare happen before I happen upon it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever feel like when you see that and then they scare you as well, mm-hmm. do you feel this need to be like, oh, and like do a scare <laughs> just so they feel like they did the job? <laughs> So I am not feel a better. fun scare. I'm not a fun scare, but mm. my friend who has been a performer at Halloween Horror Nights since before I did it, that's how long I've known her. She did it before I did and she still does it. She is a chainsaw performer and she's doing it again this year. She's phenomenal. Um, what does that mean? What do you mean by chainsaw performer? Explain. So the- she is a street performer that has okay. a chainsaw. Yeah. Okay. So she is one of the performers characters who has a chainsaw yeah usually they're in zones all together yes so she does that every year at this point now and there was one point so i have largely not been startled through the whole season and literally last week my fiance and i were walking through right in front of mel's and she's like five foot nothing and she pops out from behind another guest and gets me right in the face. And I'm like, God, it was my bitch why moment. And I literally yeah. sent her, <laughs> I literally sent her a gif of Seth Meyers being like, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that you knew it was her too. Well, well I mean, nice. I, it's, she also starts then talking to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she gets me right in the face and then turns around and walks with us. <laughs> My fiance and I are very tall people. I'm 5'10", which for a woman is tall, but he's six foot six. So she, then she used him Whoa. for cover to get another guest. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> Sorry, so, I like this idea that you're like, oh, no, it, maybe it's one of your several friends who are chainsaw performers. Like, I mean, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they usually wear masks and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you right. can't really tell. So Yeah, so, no, you- they do wear masks. Um, but I mean, there was no mistaking who this was at this point, but, um, but I have, and then two of my students, my former dance students are performing in the event. So I got to see both of them. One is in the legends house. And when we went through, he actually followed us through the whole house. (laughs) So he's in like one of the first scares and then he followed us 
and got us like four times, like hit us like four oh different sections throughout that house. Um, I've been teaching him, geez, I stopped recently like a couple years ago, but I started teaching him. He wasn't even in high school yet. He was like middle school and his oh, wow. older sister, he's like 21 now. His sister is 23 or 24. And I've been teaching her the same amount of time and she's on the, the sweet revenge street. So that it was fun to, to go see her as well. So that was kind of a weird full circle moment as a <laughs> performer and dance teacher to go see your students perform. Yeah. So when you worked Just, HHN, what did you do? So I was a scare actor um, in the New York area. So you're 21. So it's 2011. And I was in the acid assault street. So that was the first year they had the projections of like buildings crumbling. Remember, that was the first mm-hmm. time they ever utilized that technology. And they had nine inch nails playing all the time. Oh, so boy. I was living, I was in heaven. So I was <laughs> fine. Um, but I had acid burns all over my face. It was a really cool uh, concept. It essentially was like New York City after like years and years of acid rain had corroded all of the buildings and everything. Oh, we're not um, that far off from that, huh? I mean, <laughs> How long was your um, but, makeup uh, application? So I had um, I had latex appliances and then airbrush makeup. Okay. Um, I did not have a mask, um, but they did. Um, they, I mean, they loaded me up with latex appliances. It was different every night, um, but the makeup artist actually would pull up pictures of what real acid burns would look like and Fun. try to replicate it. Yeah. So they would okay. give me their phone or, I mean, now this was 2011. Nobody had iPads and stuff at the time. So they would have like a picture on, you know, their Blackberry or whatever. And I'd be holding <laughs> it so they could like try and replicate it. On a tiny it. screen. This is my acid Blackberry where I keep all my acid phones. <laughs> right. Now some of them had iPhones, but like, you know, that, that was still like not, not everybody had iPhones back then. Yeah. I yeah, have but, my um, acid, my acid photos on my iPod. Uh, yeah. I had to convert the them, but they, uh, they're on there. It's my iPod but, color. But I know you guys are saying that like you don't, you're kind of, you get scared and stuff. I was not always okay with going. Um, okay. Interesting. I, yeah. I went, so my first experience at anything that was like that was at Fright Fest at Six Flags Great Adventure. I was in high school. It did not go well. Another situation of performers chasing you into restaurants and stores. Uh, I did not like that. Um, And then I went to Halloween Horror Nights year 20. So the year before I performed at it um, as a guest, this is right before I did Grinchmas that Christmas. So I went and I stayed on the sidewalks. I did not even bother walking through. But after I worked the event one, like for a week, that, that was it. I'm fine. Like I always liked horror movies and stuff like that. Like I always liked that stuff, but I never liked the in-park experience. But once I worked it, then it was, then it was a very different world for me. I Uh, saw in one of your TikToks, you talked about how you had like a few run-ins with guests. mm -hmm. So how was, how was that? Uh, it was a time. So when I did Halloween Horror Nights, the biggest story, I know I've, I've told it on my TikTok, but uh, I got punched in the face by a guy who uh, was, 
asking for my phone number. He's hitting on me. And what? Yeah, wrong, yes. and, wrong place. <laughs> well, I well, mean, took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I was like, all right, dude. But anyway, he so, was into the asset. Maybe I don't know. Well, he was super drunk. Like I was not <laughs> like, I get like, he was just being, you know, like, okay, I'm going to ask, you know, so there was that. And then I tried to walk away and he hit me in the face. What the fuck? And I had to go to Dr. Phillips hospital. They, uh, oh, OPD was there. Watch the whole thing happen. He is no longer allowed at, at, at uh, universal. Jesus. Um, but I also, uh, made Joey Fatone's friends spill beer on him. <laughs> so they fame. were okay. in our street standing in a circle. He, if you've worked at the Orlando theme parks, you know, he is a regular. Mm-hmm. Um, so he and his friends were standing in a circle right in front of what was then Twister, what is now Jimmy Fallon. Um, and so that was like right where I was at. And so I did this thing where I like looped around behind him and got the woman standing next to him and she spilled half her beer all over his leg. Very <laughs> good. Excellent. I, exactly. And Top I, tier. yeah, I've also told this story too. Uh, uh, I was performing with a, my friend. He uh, is a disabled performer. He has no legs. He's in a wheelchair Horror Nights fans will know exactly who I'm talking about. I will not share his name. He's a, a a favorite. That was both of our first year performing at it. And he told me one night, he's like, he's like, go, he's like, sit in my chair. So I was sitting in front of him on the seat and he wheels up to people and then stops short. And then I would jump out of the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, evil. His idea, not mine. Um, <laughs> So those are just some like quick horror nights performer anecdotes and why I'm no longer freaked out by horror nights. Yeah, that would help <laughs> to say the least. Um, uh, we have another bit of Universal Halloween news uh, to get to this year, uh, which is, of course, the Dead Coconut Club, which uh, is a a big fan favorite already. Uh, for those of you who don't know about uh, the Dead Coconut Club. There used to be at City Walk here in Orlando the Red Coconut Club, and uh, it's sort of the best way to put it is sort of jet set. Um, uh, that's kind of the vibe. It's it's semi forties, a lot of fifties kind of uh, you know that boomerang kind of vibe that you get. Um, that's kind of the look. Um, not fully. It's a little loungy too, but it was sort of a thing. Um, it did not work after COVID. They shut it down um, as they did. I think all of, not all of the clubs in City Walk, but uh, yeah, uh, all of them except the uh, karaoke. Club, yeah, I think. Yeah, Rising Star. So um, uh, it closed, and then lo and behold, um, if you follow people like Skipper Haas, who works at Universal, and other people, all of a sudden there was this just little little talk, a little commotion about. Um, something possibly happening in that area. And then lo and behold, uh, for Halloween this season, the dead coconut club has sprouted and it's basically using, basically using the environment as it is and, uh, adding the addition of horror icons from universal, uh, as figures, not animated or anything, just sort of static figures. Um, and then some extra, 
kind of uh, material, of course, to sort of give off the uh, horror vibes. And you have a a wall of uh, photos, kind of like Brown Derby, uh, and you have uh, just all sorts of stuff. The Crystal Black Lagoon now has his own bar area, um, and it's pretty neat. And uh, the Frankenstein monster and uh, the bride and Dracula have actually shown up for meet and greets recently. Um, those of you who have, uh, who has went to the coconut club at this point, tell me what thoughts on dead coconut club. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, it's the vibe. I thought it was man. cute. Like, yeah. well, I, I didn't get to see the characters, but I got the saw, um, saw Lord, um, see the American sirens perform. Basically yep. it was like, um, trio of fabulous singers who sing like 60s songs and they were delightful. The drinks were cool. The vibes were cool. Um, I, I saw that they might keep it for Christmas. I saw some hits from Skipper Haas for Christmas. So I'm I looking forward to desperately that. desperately want to go. Yeah, I we need to, to. I don't have no. Desperately want to go. When you don't have Universal as an annual pass uh, this year and you're like, okay, I guess I just have to go to City Walk. And that's <laughs> all I'm going to do. At least we can carpool and I can get you free parking. That's true. That's true. If we only <laughs> did City go. Walk. Yeah, um, no, we'll have a we'll have a night. We'll go. We, yeah. Well, how much longer is it open? I mean, it's is, yeah. That's the real question. Well, that's the, the Halloween case. one they said it's open for uh, every night starting five to one until the end of Horror Nights. I'm not sure. Okay, the so Nights it's is, a so. couple. I think Horror Nights goes at least another week after Halloween, if not two. Is it just a week? It's just it's just right after Halloween. Is it really? Ah, for some reason, I thought it was a little first. longer couple days november first wow i for sure for some reason i thought yeah. it went to the third okay um well i'll have to try well, to get y'all out better there. go this weekend mm-hmm. yeah i know that's not happening. Happening. Yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure halloween horror nights doesn't go disney does their halloween usually a little longer yeah 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 no just through the 31st yep oh wow right. oh just my god 31st oh, is gotta hurry up then yeah yeah well the 31st is often not a busy night for halloween horror nights too oh because everyone's out doing other things right yeah so um um, but like this friday saturday sunday is going to be insane and i will be there for it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i the idea of going at a a peak time to city walk is i would go on the 31st if i didn't have children to take trick-or-treating oh children um but anyways it it kind of rules it's kind of really neat and um it's it it's just nice to see any theme park company being like hey uh like theme park uh designers just do whatever you want to do like this is it's totally carte blanche like i'm sure they have limits but they pretty much got to do what they wanted to do it seems um and guess what that works people really like it it works (laughs) i I had I went in there, no complaints. I mean, even the drinks were good. Yeah. Um, It's, I hope it stays around. I hope, I I mean, I don't think it'll save that club. I think there's probably better things they can do with it, but it's a weird spot too. It's like above and it's not exactly, uh, you know, I think it's always been strange that they've had that second, second tier area up top. Uh, it's always hard kind of to see it so might get some traffic once the escape room opens yeah totally i think it would that still hasn't open it'd be smart to keep yeah. that open um, yeah they said fall but it hasn't opened yet not yeah. yet um i mean also like the tribute store was kind of a throwaway space mm-hmm. and they 
have switched it over with every single season. So if they do the same Very thing true. with the Dead Coconut Club, it could easily become the next tribute store situation. So yeah, hundred percent. I love I they that just idea. Keep it Halloween, like the Halloween theme. I feel like that's I like that. So cool. That's what I want. I want yeah. that forever. Yeah, well, I mean, I, hmm. I can imagine them keeping the Universal monsters at yeah. the core of it and changing, having basically a a normal vibe, a Halloween vibe, and a Christmas vibe if they want. And Mardi Gras too. Well, yeah. They want to play that because Fat Tuesdays is right down there, like mm-hmm. literally adjacent to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Janine, if you want Halloween all year round, we'll just go to Cocktails and Screams in downtown Orlando, which is Halloween all year round. And it's a Cocktails yeah. and Screams? What is that place? You it don't is know if Cocktails and Screams. Yeah. It's a fun little bar. I took Victoria. We took Victoria there when she was in town. It is a vibe. It is definitely a vibe, uh, oh, to say the wow. least. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> it's, so get, you got to get this... your extrovert going if you're going to go to Cocktails and Strings. Really? It's, it's that kind oh, of place. They have pinball. It's I went cool. to like a Fallout themed bar in Orlando that I thought was going to be cool. And it... That's such a random theme. It Fallout like the band? No, 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 like like the game, like kind <laughs> oh, of like post apocalyptic. I, I was thinking the bar. That's what I heard. Fallout, Fallout, Fallout. <laughs> like nuclear Fallout, like the, like that. Oh, the like, game, like the game, yeah, the That's game. Cool. game yeah, like, I was like, why would they make? But a they didn't have a, a liquor license. Everything That's was wine liquor. Victoria. That's cool. Oh man, well. Um, so if you haven't already, get yourself down to Dead Coconut Club and enjoy it. My favorite thing, uh, just those who have went and and let me know what your favorite vibe about Dead Coconut Club is. My for me, it's it's weird. Uh, there's just in the portrait area, there's portraits of Tom Servo and Croti Robot from Mr. China Theater Three Thousand, and it's my favorite thing there. I really, I mean, I can't ask for anything more than that. Um, so that for me, that's like pinnacle uh anybody else is there is their favorite uh is there a favorite spot or vibe at the dead coconut club um i mean i just love oh go ahead oh sorry i was just just the universal monsters seeing them use it especially since they got rid of the um monsters cafe Mm -hmm. yeah i was uh i was joking with my fiance that um frankenstein and his bride are our doppelgangers Um, (laughs) and so i just i love anything that has has them on it mm. full disclosure so i do i do love that it, it does feel it feels like good timing to sort of take away the cafe have this and then i you know if they keep this till epic universe i think that would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. um so who knows we'll see um let's see we kind of talked about we we're going to do a beware our guests there was a scare actor uh, uh that got kicked on stilts uh, at knots uh they were on stilts and and a guest uh kicked them uh, on their stilts and they kicked back and it, it did not look so hot. We kind of, we've kind of talked a little bit about, uh, scare interactions, uh, already. Um, but, uh, be careful out there, scare actors. People are drunk and stupid, um, to say the least. Um, but to finish up, uh, I thought I would ask your guys's Halloween plans. What are you guys planning to do this Halloween? Me, I'm probably putting my Christmas tree up. <laughs> thinking today about how much i cannot wait to put my christmas tree up i have a fiber optic christmas tree i want that up forever i mean i've seen people's halloween trees have you guys seen that i have the orange and black with skulls and stuff ornaments yeah Yeah. i would do it with a regular tree because then you could just like switch out the ornaments yeah um but halloween for me is my cat's birthday so it's clementine's birthday (laughs) 
<laughs> so you got to get the cake and the grandparents yeah, are going to come. So, and yeah, the whole night. You got to feed the cat the cake. and Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for me, I always, it's just for the past, she's going to be three this year. So we've Aww. had her since she was a baby. It's so a big it's year, her three. Yeah. She's a she's a jerk. She's you've probably heard her bell around. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out around this time. But yeah, it's Clementine's birthday, so happy wish birthday, Clementine, Clementine a happy birthday. birthday Clementine, Yay. when this airs, it'll be her birthday. Happy yeah, birthday, it'll Clementine. be her birthday. Yay. Yeah. Janine, what are you doing? The usual, uh, <laughs> taking the boy trick or treating. There but, you go. Are you dressing up though? Do you have any costume for trick or treating this year? Beside no. exhausted parent, well, kind of. We're also going to <laughs> um, a Halloween party over the weekend that's Nickelodeon themed. Oh, and so I, I'm going as Doctor Hutchinson from Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, very yeah. nice. So, very like, it's nice. very Love like almost that. Disney boundish, but I got like the apron, the blue shirt, hook hand. Yeah. I already have the crazy hair. So, did you get Dez's nice. costume? Yeah, he's SpongeBob. Yeah, he's like he's it. the one from the movie though. That's like weirdly muscular. It's oh, very okay. disorienting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Victoria, what are your plans? Um, I'm going to go support uh, young Anthony at his DJ thing. He has to DJ a Halloween thing. Um, I'm going to be Shigo, so from Kim Possible, so doing that, and then Halloween, I'm literally going to put up my Christmas shit. I've been looking at my storage closet for like a week. Yes, this gives me, this gives, like, I have the moral backing. A hundred percent. Um, I can yeah. drag that baby out of the storage unit. We're going to all so do it. Ready. Here's November the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, at least for me, I used to be a, when I was in the Midwest, I felt like Thanksgiving was kind of the time uh, to put up the Christmas tree. Uh, I have no seasons here in Florida. It's just a thing. And there's if I don't make Christmas happen, it ain't going to happen. So um, Yeah, it's going to be 80 that. degrees regardless. Yep. So, so I just, well. I'm going to push it. Um, I fully yeah. endorse it. Yeah, which is nice. I maybe November first. We'll see. It's I know it's kind of sacrilege, but I don't know if I'll want to put up a tree on a Monday. We'll see, but it's coming up soon. I might I might do it the weekend before. I don't even know. Um, (laughs) Who knows? It's very possible. Um, Jessica, finish this up. What are you doing this Halloween? I am taking my two children trick or treating. Um, I do not wear costumes anymore. I was saying before off mic that uh, after working in entertainment, I no longer wear costumes <laughs> for Halloween just because it's so work associated. So mm-hmm. I, I leave that, but I will dress fun. I have, um, I have the cake worthy uh, Beetlejuice skirt with the suspenders and I will wear, um, you know, I've so many Beetlejuice accessories. I will, I will do it up. I will be themed out, but I will not be wearing a costume. You'll be a spooky queen. And that's okay. Yes. Yes. I love that. I have enough spooky attire, as you can see. Those of you listening, you can't see, but I have enough spooky attire to last pretty much anything I want. Yes. Um, And with that, Radcastle is produced by me, the Count, the Nathan Hartman. And you can't see it, but I'm putting my (laughs) hand up like I have a cape. Uh, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode and tell your friends, your dead friends, and you can check out our website at redcastlepodcast.podbean.com and send us your questions at bit.ly forward slash redcastle. 
Now grab your spooky belongings and get out. Exit to the left. Whoa!